So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First? I am one of your hosts, Courtney. And I am Solo. And today we're going to do a final Rogue One podcast. Well, I shouldn't say final. Final pre-Rogue One yeah. podcast? Yes. Before the movie releases. And we're going to talk about some of our like last minute predictions of what we think is going to happen. Because today is the premiere. Yes, today is the premiere. So spoilers are going to show up online. They and haven't yet, obviously. It's 10 a.m. California time. So, so we are, I am definitely going on internet qu- hush yes, for the next week. Are. Because I, I was spoiled majorly for episode seven. Before, and it was before the movie even came out. And yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even just like, the movie was on theaters for a little bit and it was spoiled for me. Because I didn't see it opening night, because I really don't like opening nights for movies. But I'm going to see Rogue One open, opening night, mm-hmm. and I will go see open, episode 8 opening night. Yes. But even even for episode 7, it got spoiled like a week before the movie even was released. Yeah, because I think I theaters. saw it opening week. Yeah. I don't think I saw it the day, but I still think I saw it like Cause I was in Because I'll tell you my, I think I've told this story, but I'm going to tell it again. Uh, I was in Disney World when it right. premiered. And it would have been really cool to go see it. On the premiere night at Disney World, but I was at Disney World with my mom, we were doing stuff. Also, can you imagine how crowded that movie theater would have been? Oh, it would have been Ooh, insane. Wow. And I'm walking around Epcot, and Epcot's my favorite park, and just some guy starts screaming, Han Solo died. And that had already sort of been spoiled for me in, like, comments of YouTube videos, mm-hmm. but, you know, it just wasn't confirmed yet. Right. And Han Solo t- is, like, in my top three favorite characters, so... I was very devastated. Like, I couldn't sleep that night. I was Aww. really distraught. Aww. But then, I'm actually glad I knew that before going into it, so I had cu- time to come to terms with him dying. So you didn't sob openly? I didn't sob openly, and it probably gave me more opportunity to like Kylo, mm-hmm. because I like, all right, I saw it coming, I knew he was going to die, mm-hmm. so I wasn't, like, totally fucked up by white. By Kylo doing you weren't it. like some people are still now. They're like, well, Kylo can't be redeemed. He killed Han Solo. And you're like, no. He... So that's why I'm like, I'm a, a little uh... bit part of me is glad I knew. So I had some time to come to terms and like really see the scene for what it was mm-hmm. rather than the whole my picture. angry yeah. reaction to it. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to be spoiled for Rogue One because I know I want to probably f- follow spoilers for episode eight just because that's who I am. So I want to go into at least one Star Wars movie without being spoiled for it. So uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. We got to go see <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel, thanks to our friend Michelle, who is Meseru on the the interwebs. The interwebs. Um, and the Rogue One cast was was there. there, and we got to see two little clips from the movie that apparently had never been seen before. And we also just got to see the the actors, and they're so cute. They were so cute, and like at one point in the evening, we were like ten feet away from Diego Luna. Yep, and. Oh, I just... Oh, it's so weird. Like, this is why you should probably, like, never, ever actually meet anyone famous. Because... Or at least anyone that I actively know is famous. Right. Because I've met tons of people before that I didn't know that they were, like, names. Right. And I'm fine with that. Because you didn't know. You were like, oh, okay, I'll just talk to this person like a person. But... But once you know they're, they're worth something... You just go, you're like, the whole cast is just so unbelievably cute. And they're all so cute. And Krennic and uh, Galen, the actors who play them, they're probably my favorite to watch in interviews because they do a lot of interviews together because they're like two old men. Yeah. Let's get the two old old guys in it. So two old guys there. And they, 
It's so funny, because Krennic, who's the bad guy in Rogue One, he's going to be the villain, is, like, the happiest, cheesiest. He's so cute. During every commercial break for, like, Jimmy Kimmel, he was just, like, dancing. He was dancing around. He got up in front of the stage and started shaking, shaking his, his booty. Yeah. I was oh like, what a cute old man. He's so cute. And meanwhile, Galen, who's Jin's father, who is more of, like, on the good I shouldn't say he's a good guy, but he's a... But he's Jin's dad. He's Jin's dad. So. He, his morals are a little more up there. Um, which, I'm going to talk about Catalyst a little bit later on, which is the Rogue One book. But, uh, but Mads, uh, Nicholson, is the most intense, scary man. I mean, he's Hannibal. Yeah. He's a scary man. Yeah. And so just watching them in interviews together, you're like... He's quiet and... You're like, which one is the bad guy? Because you wouldn't... You wouldn't guess it. You would not guess. There was, like, one interview in particular where they were both asked, can you tell us anything about Star Wars? And Mads was like, oh, I can, but I would have to kill you all after that. And I'm like, you're the good guy. And then I forgot what Krennic's response was, but it was something like, that it's amazing and great and I love it so much. (laughs) What a cutie. Guess who the villain is. You'd be wrong. It's not what you're thinking. It's not what you're thinking. And the whole... We also we walked down uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Yes, it took a long time. It did. But they are setting up for the premiere. That's yes. tonight. We saw the red carpet. And, and we the got, X-Wing. Yeah, we saw the X-Wing. Got Took a picture with the X-Wing. We did. And uh, got... I got some really watered down hot chocolate. Got into a fight with the barista. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he brought up the theory, the MatPat theory, that the Rogue One cast becomes the Knights of Ren, and I was like, no, that's stupid. What a garbage theory. Well, I love MatPat, but I, I hate love Matt that Pat, theory. But that's a, that's a bad theory. Why like, would you want your rebels from Rogue One to then turn around and become part of the Empire? And also, alright, so Rogue One is before... The original the trilogy. So, we're... That's 36 years... They're just nowhere. Before... Before... Knights of Ren, and, like, for that, before The Force Awakens. Meaning that most of these knights would be uh, in their 70s. Yeah. Like, it it doesn't make any sense like, at all. Like, so, Ch- Chirrut, Baze, uh, Saw, uh, I mean, Krennic, I mean, Krennic's probably dead, but, like, these men are easily in their late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And... So the what? They're just these old... These old guys who are like, let's just put on this Knights of Ren outfit. What have we been doing for the last 30 years? Oh, who cares? Let's become the Knights of Ren. But he was trying to, like, convince me that he thinks that's what's happening. And I'm like, you can word any theory well. Yeah, but no. Like, I can I can tell you a theory about how, like, Ray is basically a horcrux. Like, yeah. read, they read that theory, and you, I can make it make sense. But... It doesn't. It doesn't mean it's. it's it doesn't hold logical. water, especially when you put like the timeline to it. No. Where you're like, oh yeah, but you're like, wait, 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 wait. Remember, Rogue One happens before the original trilogy. And you're like, oh. No. So there's three movies there, and then there's years where we don't see any of these characters. Yeah. So like getting into prediction territory. Uh, who do you think's gonna die? All of them. All of them. All of them, probably. And Most just, of them. Just from a... You guys should watch the Jimmy Kimmel episode. I think it's probably yes. up on the internet. Yeah. Uh, listen for my bird laugh. <laughs> you can hear it. They're, they make a joke where, like, this dad uh, names his son Harrison. Harrison. And you can hear, like, one caca laugh, and that's me, because I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And 
The other one, when the adult male fan... The adult, like, yeah, male nerd Angry comes nerd comes out and rips the Ewok head off, saying, I hate Ewoks, and then you can hear my... Yep. There you, there yep. you go. It's, I was watching it last night before we... Just a clip of it on YouTube, and I was like, that's Courtney's laugh. <laughs> that's Courtney right there. That's the good thing about having the world's most obnoxious laugh. And I have, like, seven different laughs, and all of them are horrible. I mean, I don't like any of my laughs either. Just, so. I don't have a normal <laughs> laugh. It's either the, 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 the caca, the, the snake, which is the <laughs> laugh, or the snort. They're all just weird animals. Either way, or the Beavis and Butthead <laughs> laugh. Yeah, you definitely I do have that, that one. I, I do that one real hard. So, just don't have great laughs, but when you go to talk shows... You can maybe pick it out in a crowd. Yeah. So, I was going to say something about what they were saying at the Rogue One oh, thing. Oh, because when they talk about their reactions. Oh, the literally. reactions. Yeah. Uh, the entire cast was like, well, we were we were, we were, kind of stunned. Just kind of stunned into silence. Yeah, so it makes me think that there, it's not a happy ending. Which, which makes sense. Yeah, none of us were expecting a happy ending. I'm expecting 75% of that main cast to die. I want it to be a super dark ending ending because then it will make me feel the sense of urgency for the for a new, a new hope. hope exactly because again sorry guys as someone who doesn't like i'm not a super big fan of the original trilogy i'm like i don't super feel the urgency in those movies because for me they're too cheesy to feel like any real emotions from mm-hmm. and that's just me and like who i am and like the early 2000s when i'm watching it for the first time i'm like ah these directing choices don't make me feel like, a lot of things. Yeah, if you watch them when you're older, like, for the first time, like... You, I can understand at the time. You definitely need to, like, see the urgency rather than... When you're a kid, I feel like you just can be told. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm scared. Uh-huh. And Darth Vader's scary just because you, you haven't seen that sort of, like, magic yeah, for sure. done before. And at the time when they come out, same thing, because <laughs> you've never really seen anything... I'm not going to say that you've, you haven't seen anything better than that. Yeah. But from where I am, when I watched them... Like, late 90s? I think it was probably early 2000s, the first time that I saw them. By that time, I'm like, I'd watched so many thrillers and horror movies and, like... Yeah, it could it could be seen as, like, old news. Yeah. So, Rogue One has the chance to... Really instill that, like, fear and urgency and dread and just, anger in you of the against the Empire. Yes, exactly. But a little shout-out, just before I forget, that the ghost makes an appearance. <gasps> oh, Yes! You can see it in one of the trailers! So, okay, prediction number one that I'm making. One, I'm hoping you hear Hera's voice just say, like, Phoenix Squadron, like, reporting in, something Uh, like that. Or, like, heading out or something. Something. I want it so You hear Hera say something. Two, most everyone's gonna die. My second second prediction. I think Jin might make it out. Mm -hmm. Jin and Cassian might make it out, because I'm guessing three that they're probably just the way they've been talking about it i think they're probably gonna they're probably gonna smooch mm. or maybe not smooch but they're gonna have a have a thing uh-huh. uh if k2so has a violent death i will be very sad no not k2 but i'm going the robots always survive <laughs> saw Guerrera, definitely dead oh yeah hands down he's gonna die uh bodhi bodhi i i think for sure gonna be dead mm-hmm um, I think he's, like, the tragic, almost middle-of-the-movie death. Uh-huh. 
because right now they're super pushing his character, yeah. which before they weren't at all. Mm-hmm. He wasn't any of like the cast things. He doesn't have a pop figure. But suddenly they're really pushing him. Yeah. Because I think they're trying to make people feel things for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it might just be because the actor is really charismatic. He might be too. But yeah. yeah. But they just it went from like zero to one hundred where yeah. I saw him nowhere, and, now and then he's suddenly everywhere. he was like on the poster. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. I mean, I know who he is, but like. Where'd you come from? You just popped up. I thought you were, like, a side... You weren't in any of the trailers, or you were in, like, one mini shot that I thought you were just a background Mm -hmm. character, and suddenly, like, the last trailer, he was the most featured guy. So, I'm going, he's the tragic, almost Obi-Wan, like, Mm Qui-Gon, Han Solo, death, that you're, like, someone watches from behind and screams, no! Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that's his kind of role, and Baze and Churret are probably going to go out in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. Again, the only ones I really see surviving are Cassian and Jin, and I'm not even sure they'll survive. I'm not even thinking that they necessarily will. I'm just saying if they do save anyone, I think it's them. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. I definitely can't see them letting Jin die and them keeping Churret around, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, especially... We don't know who Chirrut or any of the characters are yet, but I could definitely see Chirrut and, uh, Baze Mm -hmm. being like, we'll hold him off, you guys run ahead. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, yep, that's, like, Those are the characters that I see them. They're like, no, 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 we've got it, run, you need to go, we need to get these plans out of here. And so you just see them, like... Them getting swarmed yeah. while they're, like, trying to, like, take down a bunch of stormtroopers. I'm already crying. That hasn't even happened yet. I'm like, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, somebody needs to survive. You two go. Mm-hmm. Cassie and make sure that she gets out or whatever. Like, put in R2 and then you just see them, like, uh-huh. give it to R2 and R2's like, beep, boop. Yep. Beep. Later. Peace out. Peace out. I mean, I think Galen and Krennic are- Krennic has to die, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because- He's not around, obviously. Yeah. And Krennic, uh, well, now we're going to talk about Catalyst a little bit, which is the Rogue One book. If you haven't read it, I really, I recommend it. It's a little slow of a read. I won't lie to you. Um, <laughs> I won't lie to you. I won't lie. It was not one of my favorite Star Wars books. It's re- I like the middle part a lot, because you get a lot of character development. and But the beginning and the end is very political mm. and scientific, which... <laughs> And my brain science, like, man. Okay, cool. Well, they, they're just, like, saying a bunch of, like, mumbo-jumbo, which... Okay. <laughs> all this force mumbo... Okay, okay Han. Yeah. Okay, Han Solo. <laughs> this is all this science stuff. But they go on for a really long time, and I'm just like, which of your readers is actually following, following around? Or A majority of your readers do not understand mm-hmm. what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, you just take notes. And I'm pretty sure this is, like, also fake science because they're talking about kyber crystals. Right. And it's Because, just, again, Star Wars isn't science fiction. It's just fiction. It's just... It's just fantasy. It's fantasy. It's, uh, like, literally the fairy tale formula to its core. Yeah. Like, you got a princess who needs rescuing. Mm-hmm. You got, like, a magic guy. You have, mm-hmm. like, the wise old man. It's yeah. fairy tale formula to the... To a T. Uh, so... Uh, basically throughout Catalyst... They, you're, the, the Death Star is powered by kyber crystals, which are the things who, that power. Lightsabers. Lightsabers, thank you. And that's, that's fairly, fairly clear. They haven't 
said that Mm -hmm. in the book yet, but saying that they spend the whole book, because the book is a prequel to Rogue One, and Jin is like the ages fetus (laughs) to uh, around probably age three or four. Oh, okay. In the book. And she's just the cutest little nugget in the world. Uh Little little Jin is adorable. Mm -hmm. And basically Krennic's like, hey, Galen, who's Jin's dad, and being like, you like kyber crystals, right? We should study them and just try to just <laughs> see what they can see do. See what they can do. And Galen's like, ooh, yeah, that's fine. And then he learns that they're trying to weaponize his research. And Galen's like, oh, shit. I thought we were just doing this for the sake of science. That's that's it. Yeah. And Jin's mom is great, but Jin's mom, hands down, is going to die really, really early on in the movie. Cause I if she's even there. She's in one of the uh, clips and oh, in the okay. trailers. So you do see Jin's mom because she gives her the mm. the crystal Jin wears, which... Oh, okay. It's, all, it's now confirmed that that crystal Jin wears, or I shouldn't say now confirmed, but basically is a Kyber. Yeah. Um, it's pretty obvious. And Jin's mom is very, very protective of the Kyber crystals. She's not force sensitive, but she's force aware, mm-hmm. which she just feels like she can feel the force more than most people can. Uh-huh. And she's very protective of the kyber crystals because of it. Mm. And she's like, the Jedi didn't harness their greater power for a reason, and right. we should trust that reason. Mm-hmm. And this is right after like the whole universe thinks that the Jedi are traitors, and Lyra's like, N- this is fishy. Yeah, she's like, I... I- I know the Force, and yeah. I know Jedi, and I don't- that doesn't sound right to me. No, and, and Galen's kind of blindly following the Empire a little bit, and uh-huh. he's like, no, no, they want what's best, until he realizes that they're weaponizing his research, and he kind of wakes up. He's like, crap. And he's like, come on, wife! I should have listened to my wife! Let's get out of here! And they leave with, uh, little baby Jin's- little baby Jin, and Saw. Saw oh. shows up at the last second. Interesting. So, oh, sorry, spoilers for the book, but you guys should have figured that out right now. Um, so that leads to my next prediction, is I think that Saw might be the one who raised Jin ah. past the age of when her parents disappeared. Oh. Which I think she was five when she, when her dad left, and I think her mom may have left at around a similar time. I think they both were taken away. Okay. So I'm thinking Saw might have been the one who raised Jin, or at huh. least... She's, or at least, like, oversaw her, yeah. like, being raised. Was close to her, mm-hmm. somehow, kind of got... Because, like, if she got ra- raised on, like, let's call it, like, a military base. Mm-hmm. If she got raised on a military base, like, she probably just got raised with a bunch of other kids, but Saw would have been there as, like, the quote-unquote, like, father they're, figure for Because they're her. sort of in hiding. They're on, like, a uh, sort of quiet planet, and mm-hmm. they, Saw takes them there. And just, like, the book ends with, basically, sorry, spoiler, didn't want to talk about it. Uh, Jin being like, can Saw stay with us? Like, uh, little baby Jin just, and Saw's like, well, I have some other stuff to do, but I'll come visit you mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be clear that of the main cast of characters, Jin is connected to Saw the most, which is probably gonna be some emotional stuff. I'm okay with that. I am too. Especially because considering who Saw was and then his sister, mm-hmm. his sister's death. Oh, it's really cute. That's really cute. <laughs> For him to be like... Raising a little girl. Yeah. Even if he's not, like, actively raising her, for him to, like, care about her or, like, have her best interest at heart, like, that's really cute to me. And it's probably a little bit why Jin's probably as, like, a little bit 
a little bit as rogue as she is. Yeah. Uh, because Saw is obviously the part of the rebellion that takes it too far. Yes. Um, he's probably going to re- represent the part of the rebellion that's a little too close to terrorism. Yes. And it's scary. It's going to be why Jin is so intense. And that's why I'm I'm really excited for to see these aspects of the rebellion because I think it's clear, even in the new books that... Uh, that have been coming out, that people were also scared of the rebellion. Yeah. Because they they were causing casualties, too. They, did they have the best interests of the universe at heart? They think so, yeah. Mm. But to a lot of people, they were terrorists. Yeah. And attacking the government buildings, and that's, that's really scary. It's fun to finally see that in a movie, because even... Because all the movies are from the Jedi perspective. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do believe that the Jedi are the good guys. Mm -hmm. I do. But I do have problems with the Jedi because I think that they are, like, religious extremists. And sometimes I'm like, the things that you are doing are very morally questionable. Like, not per se, like, any of our Jedi. But, like, I don't think that, like, Obi-Wan takes anything too far or anything like that. Mm -mm. But, I mean, the clones for one, is always something that I'm like, this is the thing that I will raise up and be like, they were fighting with real people! They were throwing real people at droids and just letting them die. And the Separatists were like, we just build robots. Yeah, we just build robots to fight our war. Sure, there's human casualties, there isn't any war, but they were fighting with droids. Yeah, and just the fact that the Jedi themselves, they say it multiple times, like, we're not supposed to be soldiers. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not what they were... We're peacekeepers. Yeah, we're peacekeepers. We're not soldiers. But here they are, fighting this war. And they're pretty much... It's pretty much the Empire. Mm-hmm. Or the... the it, it's not the Empire yet. No, it's, it's the Old Republic. Yeah, it's the Old Republic versus the Jedi. Like, yes, there are some, like, rebel squadrons. But it's mostly just the Jedi on the yeah. other side. Or, so sorry, it's the Republic. There's mm. the Old Republic, the Republic, and now the New Republic. Yes, yes. But... Yeah, so, I mean, very much like what Barris is, uh, if you watch the Clone Wars, um, Barriss' arc, final arc with Ahsoka is, and she's, like, she herself is just trying to show Ahsoka how messed up the Jedi are. Yeah, that the Jedi Order has become. Yeah, and it works, her, her, but she does it in a horrible way, and it, She does it in a horrible way, but at least Ahsoka's eyes do get opened up. That, and Ahsoka leaves. And so they're like, the, the Jedi didn't trust me. They're, they're not peacekeepers anymore. They got swept away in this war. Mm-hmm. And I can't be a part of that. And you're, you're finally kind of seeing that the Jedi have become... Mm-hmm. They, something that does need to be... They didn't... Not eliminated, but mm-hmm. they need to be knocked down. Because yeah. they're too powerful. And, like, even, Pal- even during Revenge of the Sith, when Palpatine's like... The Jedi are trying to take over the government. Yeah. He's not lying. That's true. Yeah, because they do... T- they're like, we need to step in. Because they know that Palpatine's a Sith. Yes. Like, there's reasons for it, but when Palpatine's like, the Jedi have tr- treason against the government, they're planning on overthrowing me, mm-hmm. and they're going to take over. He's not lying. He's telling the truth. That's yeah. actually what's happening. Yeah. Do, do they need to do that to get Palpatine out of there? Yes. But when you're... When you leave out certain details, it's the Obi-Wan, everything, like, it's true from a certain point of view. Yes. Kind of thing. Even there's an episode in Clone Wars where there's that really intense 
Jedi who's just turning all the clones against each other. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. And he, you were like, well, there has to have been more like that. that. Frog man. And I was like, there were probably other Jedi like that who were causing so many people to be afraid of Jedi because they were just taking it from such a war standpoint. And, like, getting than... so power hungry and kind of going a little bit dark because yeah. they were constantly in these war scenarios. So it'll be really, it'll be really interesting to see a Star Wars war movie. Yes, that actually kind of shows both sides, mm-hmm. I, which is what I hope Rogue One will be. Because that's what I'm excited about the sequel trilogy, because with the sequel trilogy, like, books, they're kind of establishing that the New Republic is pretty corrupt itself. Right. There's these two political parties, and one of the political parties kind of believed in the Empire. Mm-hmm. And not that they're like, well, we don't believe in the the Emperor and the Empire itself, but we see that with it with the proper power distribution, how the Empire's way of thinking could work. And then there's the other people who are like, no, yeah, let's we can't do that. But needless to say, one of those parties, hint hint, becomes the First Order. Yeah, and, <laughs> I wonder oh, which one. Man. And the other one just becomes the stays at the Republic. But they, it, it's still pretty corrupt. And read Bloodline. Bloodline's great. But basically, Bloodline discusses how the government kind of all turns against Leia because they all are super afraid of the Empire becoming a thing again. And because right. they're so afraid of the thing, the Empire becoming a thing again, none of them can agree on anything. And they find out that Darth Vader's Leia's father, and uh, therefore, well, obviously, she. And so we, we can't trust her. And then they're like, let's go find and kill Luke, because we can't trust Luke. And then Leia's like, oh, shit, and what about my kid? Yeah. And, oh, it's such a good book, guys. Just read it. Um, But I'm really excited to see a conflict, like, conflicted war movie where you can see the fears from both sides. Yes. Like, obviously, we know the Rebellion is the, quote-unquote, good good guys. No, I definitely... Like, yeah. rebel merch I'll wear yeah. for, like, my entire life. Yeah, the Empire has, like, no redeeming value. No. But you you almost want to see, like, you want to see civilians a little bit being... Because yeah. it's, it's scary. Yeah. Because we don't see that in, like, Rebels, mm-hmm. for instance, like the cartoon. Yeah. We don't normally see, like... We know, we know everyone's, like, afraid of the Empire, but also mm-hmm. when you have these, like, these band of rogue people bombing and, like, killing, like all these, like, government establishments. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's scary no matter what. Yeah. Because you're sure. scared for yourself, mm-hmm. even if they're what there if you for cr- you. What if you caught in the crossfire? Your kids get caught in the crossfire. Yeah, and if you're like, my, the government can't stop this from happening. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Oh, it's just, it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be really dark. And, uh. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm not expecting to feel good walking out of that movie. No. But, but that's when you go home and you watch A New Hope. Yeah, that's that's my goal. I say we watch Revenge of the Sith in, like, the morning, mm-hmm. and then at night, or the night, go watch a, a Rogue One, and then go home and watch A New Hope. Yeah. And that's the, that's the new trilogy, guys. New trilogy done. <laughs> we figured it out. Got it. That uh, might be a trilogy that I can get behind. Yeah. So, yeah, the, some more, yeah, the predictions I got, lightsaber, Kyber Crystal, obviously powers of Death Star. Um, I, pro- I think probably Galen, Galen probably in his, like, research in science and designing the Death Star, 
even though Krennic sort of designed it to their but I'm guessing there's probably a a reason they why have they the, the one spot that can just kill everything. Yeah, and like you need an exhaust port. Like the signs behind that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing there's also he thought of a way to design it so they knew like a proton bomb could could hit it. Yeah. So I sure hope so. Otherwise, I'm gonna be like, you had the opportunity, opportunity to do that to explain this, and you didn't. And because people have like gone through and explained it to him, and like exhaust ports are completely necessary. Blah blah blah. They're usually that like having one that small is actually a feat. And like, oh yeah, I totally get that. But when you're not super into the science part of it, they had this opportunity to explain that it was intentional, and I think they should take it. Yeah, no, I agree that Galen. Because when even when he leaves Jin in the trailer, he says, like, whatever I do, I do it to protect you. And right. so I think Galen's being like, I know what I have to do. I, ha- I, I have, have to build to, this. I have to build this because they're going to figure it out without with me there or not. And at least if I'm there, I, I can, can figure out a way to stop it. Yeah. That's, I can build in something that hopefully someone will find later. And that, I think, is a great political message right now. I'm going to go into Welcome to America a little bit. Yeah. Is that there's there's some people who are I shouldn't say they're not rallying behind Trump but Trump has like uh but I think Al Gore went to go talk to the Trump family and people were getting mad at him mm-hmm. for going to talk to going them going to talk to them because he was going to talk to them about global warming because yeah. they don't believe in glo- global warming because he's trying to educate them and I'm like I really respect these people because like I he, couldn't be in a room with him I I couldn't either but these people who are like I know. That I have the power and to try to do, to try to stop this, to try to help people. Yeah. I have to deal with somebody I hate and I have to deal with this horrible political situation that's happening. But this is my job and this is for the greater good. Yeah. And so if I'm going to be in this position of power, you know, I want to take it and Mm -hmm. I want to do what I can with it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can really respect that. No, yeah, absolutely. You may think you're sending more of a message by refusing, but... But at the end of the day, that's not going to... That's Donald gonna Trump isn't going to You You need to think about a, the world. Yeah. He's not going to miss a beat. He's going to be like, I'd, whatever, they don't want to talk to me. I don't care. Yeah. It's not going to make him think. Mm-mm. You, because uh, even like Bob Iger, uh, Igor, Iger uh, from Disney, uh, has joined the Trump, but part, he's, he's, it's the same position he was in Obama's uh-huh. cabinet thing, and uh, people were mad at Disney for, for that, and I'm like, you know what? If someone's taking a position because they, especially because Bob was, like, Hillary all the way, mm-hmm. people were like, some people were like, well, you still want good advisors. I wish advisors. you would refuse. You don't want to, you don't want to surround him with bad advisors. Exactly. I'm like, if, if he as a person is like, you know what, I hate this man, I disagree with him completely, but you know what. But I'm going to be there standing next to him telling him yeah. the entire time that I disagree I'm going to fight him. him. And yeah. I, if I can do that from this position of power, I will. Yeah. Like. Yes, you don't. What's the most terrifying thing right now is the cabinet that he surrounded himself with. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. There are people who no. aren't going to fight him and agree with him on all this. Uh, it's just, it's gross. But Star Wars politics, that's that's kind of where I think Galen's mind is, is, uh, you know what, this is, they're going to figure it out with me or not. If, if I'm not there, it's just going to be more dangerous. Yeah. So. I need to be here. I need to be here. And also, they probably threatened to kill my family if I didn't come. Oh, probably. So, <laughs> so like, kill two birds with one stone. Krennic very much throughout the book, which I'm kind of sad. I wanted Krennic to be more of a 
Grey character, or I wanted Predic to be a character who truly believed in the Empire. He's more of a character that's all about power. Right. Which, I mean, that's fine, but I, I like, I want to see some people Depth. who truly yeah. believe in the Empire. Yeah. Um, that truly believe that the Empire is doing the right thing. Yeah, so while he's, like, kind of, like, pursuing Galen, he's kind of thinking of accidents that Jin and Lyra, who's his wife, could have. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, that could be an accident. Like, mm-hmm. da 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 in that way. But then, he, but then he decides against it because he knows Galen would be, like... He would just shut down. Yeah, he would just shut down after yeah. that and be completely useless to them. Yeah. So I'm like, at least he's smart enough then. I'm thinking Lyra doesn't make it much farther after that. But we'll see! We'll see. Um, yeah, so Rogue One. Rogue One. I'm so excited that K2SO looks to be exactly what I wanted it to be. Oh my god. Best character. Because I, I haven't bought any merch of him because I was like, what if he turns out to be a chopper and I hate him? I'm I'm waiting for the movie until I... I'm going to buy a pop figure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd... A K2 cheer it. pop. I'm getting cheer it for sure. K2. Well, once... Again, if the movie ends up sucking wind. But right now it's getting really good early reviews. Uh, George Lucas said he loved it. So, <laughs> does that really mean anything? You know what? <laughs> to me, I love George Lucas. To me, but... it does because then he thinks it fits his universe. Yeah, and, and the, at the end of the day, this is this is like his world. Yeah. So, no, like I love the man, but again, <laughs> he he put together those episodes of Clone Wars for a movie, Courtney. <laughs> And he was like, these are good enough to be a movie. And I, I was like, oh, oh my, that's, no. Because that makes me love him even more, because he's just so proud he's of what so his proud of workers his studio. do. He's like, these are beautiful, let's make them he's a such, movie. He's such a proud dad he that like, wants to show like his kids. He's like, look at this movie that we made. And everyone's like, George, this isn't a very good movie. He's like, but it's so pretty. <laughs> like, no, this is really bad this for like, our technology that we have. Yeah, it's, it's not good. And also, the... The plot of these episodes don't make a movie. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's fine. And you're like, no. Uh, those would have been okay episodes. Hey, hey, Rogue One is a prequel. He loves prequels. He does love prequels. <laughs> he's gonna... I mean, I love prequels. Oh, I do too. I mean, I love seeing where characters come from. I do too. I, I'm a prequel sucker. Character growth. My favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, I like the prequel trilogy. Do I? I'm like, do I think George Lucas is the best writer? No, no, but I think he he just loves this little world, like, and just cute old man. And again, I love I love the path that those characters take. Oh yeah, from the prequel the into the original. The story itself, beautiful, great. At face value, tell the story, it's great. Yeah, you're like, okay, so first there's Anakin, and he's this dumb kid, and then you, then you tell the story, and then he turns into Darth Vader, and you're like, wow. That's crazy! Like how he goes from being a slave, but then you think that he's freed from being a slave. But then he's a Jedi and he's still a slave. Still a slave, and then he basically thinks he's freed of the Jedi, but he's just another slave. His whole life is so sad. Yep. It's, oh. You're like, oh, it's good. Great Was story. he directed well? No. Uh, <laughs> he still had that line about sand, how some, somehow that still made the movie. Yes! But we couldn't get Roger Roger. No, Roger Roger is the best dang line. I guess they cut it out of two different movies. But. Yeah, but still. Anyway, I'm. I hope it's. I hope it's good. I hope it's good, and I hope it's dark. Yeah, and uh, I. I wonder if I'll cry. Yeah. Because, again, I. I know I've said this. I only cry twice during all of Star Wars, and for all seven movies, I only cry twice. I cry a few more times in Clone Wars, but 
Oh, Clone Wars wrecked me. Yeah. It, a well, bunch actually, of times. The the two times I was wrecked in Clone Wars were Yoda. Yo, the Yoda arc and 99. Yeah. I, I cried a lot. I cried during Satine. I tried like, during Ahsoka. I got, like, weepy during those, but I didn't... I I was blubbering when Yoda was with Dooku. <laughs> I didn't blubber. Blubber. I didn't get misty. But I, I like, blubber with Ahsoka. Yeah. During I guess, Ahsoka's like, I knew, I knew all all that was coming, so... I'm not sure. That didn't that didn't get me very much, because I knew Kill I knew me. what was happening. And I'll still go and, like, watch the clip of Satine and Obi-Wan. Just... And Maul, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Obi-Wan, your life is awful! <laughs> Obi-Wan's love sucks He's so such much. a perfect angel, but the world is just like, nah, man, nah. Anything that you like, come here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. No more. No chop. More. Just chop off your hand. No more. Anakin, uh, your precious little student? Cut. No more. <laughs> Satine, you'll live from the best. Dead. Dead. Qui-Gon, your dad figure. Dead. Padme, who was another person who you've, like, basically lived. lived yep. Dead. Yep. She's good. She's pretty much gonna die right in front of you while you hold her babies in your arms. Yep. Yep. Just so sad. And then you're gonna get killed by Anakin. Love you. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. <laughs> it pays to be a good guy in the Star Wars universe. Just kidding, you all die. So, what? Okay, what cameos do you expect to see in Rogue One that we don't know about already? Ah, I mean, Bail Organa we know about, and I'm uh-huh. so freaking pumped. We basically have. Well, we a, said we wanted Hera. Hera, yeah, for sure. Um, C three PO and R two have to be in it. They have to. They're in every movie. Yeah, that's. If they're not in it, I'm like, that's. Well, one, they have to be. They're the ones who get the Death Star plans to Leia. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to, and. I think there's going to be a CGI Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she doesn't have, like, lines or anything. I hope yeah. she's just kind of, like... You see her in the background with Bale, maybe, mm-hmm. for a shot. Yeah. But I don't want her to have a anything else besides a cameo of the cameos. Yeah. Like, maybe she can say, like, Dad, and they can just take that from yeah. a movie. <laughs> does she ever say that in any of the other movies? I don't know. I don't think she they does. They can take a line from another, like, the original trilogy and just put it in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... They, like, they, what they did with Alec Guinness when he, they made him say Ray. Uh-huh, yeah. Because, but they just took it from afraid. Yeah, if she says, like, bad. Yeah. You could, you could tweet dad. that to, for her to say dad. Dad. Papa. Something. Something. And then, so, uh, we know we have Mon Mothma. Um, and, yeah, want the droids. I don't, I have no clue. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else I'd really like to see. I mean, Wedge would be fun. But, again... I'm not sure how many, like, are real people we'll see, just because, obviously, that's going to be difficult. Right. People from the prequels we might be able to see, like, we might be able to see, like, a clone of sorts. Like, oh even, like, like, Rex. Rex oh could potentially be there. I would die. And, because we have, like, an a- we just get the guy who played Django to come in. He's aged a bit. And I would love it. That'd be or really even just even just me seeing like a clone trooper helmet somewhere in the background yeah. would make me happy. So yeah. I'd be like, oh, th- there's some clones that are fighting with them. I think that would be really fun to have a couple a couple cameos for the cartoons. Again, they don't need to be super obvious so people in the no, audience just are in the confused. Background. But just like a background shot. Again, Hera saying something about Phoenix Squadron. People in Star Wars know that they're squadrons. Like, yeah. You know, they're like, not gonna think you're twice. You're like, oh, red, uh, red squadron calling in, bubble yeah. squadron calling in, they have a Phoenix squadron, squadron. here. Yep. Like, that's all you need. Yep. So 
I'm pumped. Uh, Leia's probably going to make a CGI appearance. We've heard a lot of rumors about that. Mm-hmm. And... We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I'm see excited. It it'll be really fun. And we'll be there on Thursday yep. to to watch it. So, yeah. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. Thanks, oh, guys. Oh, we need to bonk... We can bonk, Mary kill the Rogue One Oh, cast. we can. Bonk, Mary kill... Uh, okay, which ones are we going to do? Cheer it. Cheer it. Well, we can... I'm trying to think. Because... We'll probably do an after Rogue One podcast. Oh. So we should probably split them up in a the the cast in like a Okay, so let's do I'm gonna save Jin till after the movie. Alright. Let's yeah. do Chirrut. Uh should we just do like Chirrut, Bodhi, and Base? Let's because we know the most about them, let's do like Chirrut, uh Galen and Krennic. Like the, those actors. Okay. Just because I know about the, mo- the them most about them character wise. Okay, well I'm going to marry Chirrut. Yeah. Because I think he's a precious man. Oh yeah, he's the cutest man in the world. But I don't want to bonk either of the others. Oh, I I think I like Matt <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't see him as anybody but Hannibal. Oh, see, like I never watched Hannibal. I everything I have ever seen him in, he's a villain and. I, because I, I like his face, uh, and I, I like Galen, like, I, I guess I'll character. just, uh, 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 I guess I'll, because I'm like as characters, Galen. yeah, and I'm definitely not going to want to bonk I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be married to Galen, because he's a weird guy, Galen's, oh my god, he's such a weird guy. But I don't really. But I like how he looks in the movie. I'm not gonna lie. He's kind of like rogue, and I'm like, I guess I like interesting looking people. I I guess. Because I definitely am not gonna bonk anyone in the Empire. Never. Just out of, just out of a political stance. (laughs) I'm like, no way. He's Empire guy. I'll kill him. I'm. I'm uh, killing him. Oh, even though I mean, if I was Lyra, if I was Lyra, I'd bonk my husband. There you go. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I guess so we're, we're the like, same. Like, he's a cute dad when he's, like, consciously aware of... Other human beings. Other human beings. <laughs> he's so... He's just really funny. Like, there'll be times in the book where he'll just be, like, off, like... He's, like, scribbling in the air, and Lyra just has to, like, snap in his face. I mean, like, humans. You're around humans. Yeah. <laughs> you're around humans. He's like, okay. Here. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> you have a kid. I hope they... I hope they put a little bit of that into mm-hmm. the movie. Probably not, because they're probably not gonna... He's probably already going to be kind of older and that's why destroyed by the empire. Like that's why the books there. Yeah, spiritually to be honest. destroyed. Yeah. 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 The books there. So that's our thing. Anyway. All right. Uh thank you guys for listening to the Rogue One cast. Uh we'll, we'll see you guys see, we'll after, see you after, after the movie. movie comes out. Yep. Let's Bye. see if anything we said was right. Yep. Probably all wrong. They all live all wrong. Uh, it's a happy go lucky comedy, buddy comedy. Yep. We're all wrong. Road trip. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.